Hello and welcome to another episode of Fight On Montana. I am your host, Adam Healy. Before we get to our episode today, I would just like to remind the listeners to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts at. That helps us tremendously. You can find us on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio as well. Um, If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter at FightOnMontana. You can find us on Instagram at FightOnMontana as well. And our Facebook page at FightOnMontana as well. So let's not skip a beat. Let's get into this episode. We have the pleasure in having former Grizz wide receiver with us today, the one and only Jabin Sembrano. Hey, Adam. What's up, man? How are you? Good, good. Hey, Jabin, I've got to thank you uh, for coming on the podcast and and just spending some time with us and, and, and answering some questions. So definitely appreciate it. You're welcome, man. My pleasure. So what have you been up to lately? I mean, honestly, I've been up to just a lot of, you know, just understanding to go with the wind, you know, just as far as like career wise and just um, keep my body healthy and just trying to survive this whole COVID situation, you know, but, you know, things are right. So, you know, as far as, uh, you know, you hitting me on my line, like as we're traveling through time, you know, I'm like, wow, like those are the moments you don't really sit there and think about. Like it eats me up, it, it, it eats some players up, which it should, but all you can do is just smile, you know, like you're smiling, no one knows. And, yeah. But it's the greatest joy, you know, because you're just able to help. It was just fun, you know, and organic, you know, so, but I've been doing good. How about yourself? Good, good. Yeah. Trying to get through this COVID thing. So, yeah, yeah I'm ready for it to go away so we can actually have some normal, normalcy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm already knowing. Yeah. So, hey, being from California, uh, who was recruiting you out of high school? Um, at a high school was uh, Bobby and Dominique was like a tight tight ends coach for Montana, but I mean I didn't get that till I was a senior, so okay, you know I was it was a blessing in disguise because it was either that or go JUCO, you know. So, but yeah, nice, yeah. nice. So did you get recruited for track and field? Because I I would, I would imagine you know your speed, man, you'd be amazing in track and field. Yeah, well, I mean at the end of the day, it's like uh, speed kills. They would say. I mean, yeah. every kid loves to run. I mean, you're a kid. I mean, it's all embracing your inner child when you're in college, you know, like it's too hard, you know, and it's like, that's what you do is run around. Always wanted to, you know, have fun. Mine's pertain with a ball. You know, I just happen to love a ball. So, you know, it's, uh, I get exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. So did you know uh, much about Montana before uh, making your visit or if you made a visit? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I knew enough to be, um, to understand where I was at, you know, it was um, first time ever seeing snow. <laughs> you know, like, was it crazy? Were you like, what? Um, am I, what am I getting into? <laughs> no, it was, it was like a breath of fresh air for me. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, just coming from, you know, California, but you know, from your home and just that light tunnel, you know, in Montana, yeah. they're inviting. You know, they're good. Nice. Love the city. Nice, nice. So. How was your your playing career? Do you, do you still make it back to Missoula at all, or um, I actually I actually used to come, um, 
I think I came twice after I got done playing. Like, okay. you know, I had time. But it was, I mean, I've, I've definitely been there, but I'd be ducking, you know. But, um, you know, I definitely uh, a full game, practice sessions. I miss it for sure. But, I mean, you know, I, I, it's uh, it's something I need to do now, you know. But the whole COVID situation, Bobby, you know, they, they got a good thing going on over there. And, you know, it's uh, what can I say? Go Grizz. Yeah. Yeah. So – what made you choose University of Montana? Um, man, if you want to be completely honest. Yes. Completely honest with you, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, honestly, it was the only school that was going to take me. I mean, it was as simple as that. Like, I was getting ready to go to a JUCO type of world, you know, where it's like, those were all the dogs. Everybody playing there. Everybody should be playing because they're, you know, grades was not but I was just so glad to just get to school to get, you know, get school yeah. paid for, you know, but um, that was my shot to, that's my only one and only offer. So I had like two other little, you know, letters from other schools, but other than that, Montana was the first people to ever knock on the door. So, yeah. And why, why do you think that is? Um, you'd have to ask Bobby that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I had a dream, you know, and, big fan of writing things out and um specific with god like you know want to make college yeah. football you know yeah and he gave me what i asked for you know you, had to, you know you have to crawl for every bite you know and that's yeah. just how i came up when i got introduced to missoula you know you guys are tough just like people in california but if not y'all was really in the elements like it's cold when it's cold people <laughs> understand that and having to go there every day a commitment to your brothers you know, that's something that is special, but it's like, you know, soldiers in a sense, you know, all the oh, way. Yeah. you know, it's your brother, you know, never, never leave your bro. So, you know, with that, the way that they built that family bond and just, you know, it's, like I said, a breath of fresh air from the beginning. Early nice. Years. Nice. Do you have a favorite uniform uh, combo that you, you like to play in? Man, I would like I, those like, it's like gold, the gold okay. ones, you know, the brown ones. Those ones are hard. Yeah. The throwback, yeah. throwbacks are with the orange, you know, red, <laughs> maroon. Yeah. But yeah, I said those, that was probably my favorite. You only got to wear it one time, though. It was like, they don't bust those out like that at all. So you're like wearing, no. like, you know, you're wearing, you're wearing other, you know, just the whole aura of that, you know, it, it was intense. It was nice. Fun. Yeah. Cool. You can't beat the throwbacks. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Of course. So, of course. Is there a funny story, you know, about, you know, maybe your coaches that you guys had that, that were like, just kind of uh, that you remember with coaches. Cause you know, you had a, a wide array of, of different personalities of coaches and it just seems like there would be some type of funny story. Funny stories, man. I mean, I mean, every day was, was funny. I mean, as far as having fun, but um, I would say like when we'd be in the river, you know, um, you know, seeing the coaches, you know, they get loose because you don't expect them to go and do that. You know, they, they walk <laughs> out to see who's in the tub, like just peeking, you know, around the corner, see who's taking care of their body or not. But, you know, to, I guess to see one of those, like them getting in the water, I mean, that's that's a pretty embarrassing one. I mean, that's your coach, you know, in full clothes. So it's like, <laughs> but it shows like how loose it was, you know, how yeah. fun it was. Like they were just human beings, you know, that's 
just players, just people, you know, just love to play. So it's a fun group. Nice. Yeah, nice. The funny moment with the coaches. Do you have a, a favorite memory or a story from your career? Favorite memory or story? <clears throat> Man, there's, there's many, but um, I, I definitely have to say if I had to pick one. Yeah, just try to try to narrow it down, but I know it's kind of hard. <laughs> Man, um, I would probably say national championship game. You know, 19, you know, coming to play and I guess that was like the coming out party, you know, the skies opened up, football gods like, okay, he's, you know, it's time. So yeah. I did it with so much love, you know, it was like just that passion and just just the love for the people out there, you know, they made me tough, you know. People iron sharpens iron, people sharpened each other. Exactly. You know, there's no black and there's you know, people we iron each please, that thing is it's a beautiful thing, you know. People, you know, have their things about it, but it was good to me, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think it's kind of crazy, you know, um, I, I think with all, all that our society is going through, I, I feel like, like being in a locker room and having a wide a range of people coming together over one purpose. I, I, I it, it's really nice to see because you, you, you see different kinds of people and I, I bet that you learn uh, more about other people and where they're coming from and vice versa. And I just think that maybe people just need to see that a little bit more often and just say, Hey, if, yeah. if these players can do it, we can all do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's a, that's big ups. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's the, that's the thing about any, I guess that's what I, you know, I like to do that just being a, a good human being. Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't read about it. it ain't none of that. It's, having that connection, you know, and understanding like how it is to be of this world and, you know, just be able to brush things out of your shoulder and just, just be a good person, you know, whenever yeah. you're interacting with somebody and showing care and concern, um, you know, I guess that's a lost art, you know, in some ways, but it's all about perspective too, how you're looking at it. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if you love, you know, it, it drops to such a, it's a it's highest rate, but it's the, it's, it's the thing that runs the universe. So when like nothing can hurt you because you know you did it out of love, I guess that's uh yeah. Yep. That's, the that's awesome. Sorry, but no, yeah. no, that's awesome, man. No, yeah. it's it's speaking from the heart. That's awesome. Yeah. So you played with some amazing talent at the University of Montana. Which teammate do you feel like was the most talented? Teammate? Yeah. Oh man. It's not to fun. throw you under the bus, man. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're not throwing me under the bus. I mean, by far, Tremaine Johnson. Okay. I mean, true was true when we both came in. You know, we both we were from Cali. Yeah. From side, you know, Southern California, and um, you just knew. I mean, yeah, he's uh, he's probably the most talented person. Six two, you know. True was that guy for sure. Yeah. Did you ever? uh go against him in practice oh man like we just said in the beginning iron iron sharpens iron yeah at the end of the day me and that man gotta look each other in the face and that's my bro at the end of the day you know? i bet you guys yeah, had some battles. some bad battles man that would be oh, man it was, <laughs> it was just crafting every day like i understand that like it was it was a it was something where you know you had to come bring your lunch bill yeah you know and it showed on the field though in games. I mean, in oh, yeah. stretches, period. I mean, him on the other side. 
uh, you know, on the other side. I mean, it was it was good. We had it's it just a good system. Like everybody was tough. You know, nice. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, iron sharp sharpens iron, and so yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But you know, it, it just it just proves that you guys were you guys were doing the right things, and 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 when you go against each other, the best, the best. So yeah, hey man, it's it, that's all it is. You know, at the end of the day, they tie their shoe just like you. So exactly you know, for any human being, right? It's like get out of bed. You got you got to put these shoes on just like you. So you <laughs> go about your day. Be a good, be a good human being. Today's the next that's day. Right. Fast the past, you know. Doing exactly. Way, so, but yeah, those are good. Yeah, it was definitely a good run. Got my cardio for sure. Nice. Yeah. Do you do you guys keep in touch at all? Uh, not too much. I mean. But that's, I mean, that's still end of the day, you know, how media gets and all that other yeah. stuff, like, you know, hearing something out of his mouth, vice versa. I mean, it's between us. So it's like the media can do me, but end of the day, uh, the stars will align. So um, I wish none, but good things for that man. Always have. It's my bro. So awesome. Saying, man. So you played for two coaches while I believe at UM, Coach Hauk and then Coach uh, Fugrad. How different were those two coaches? Um, <clears throat> one, you know, was was a dose of run, play action schemes, you know, flu grab, you know, ISO, you know, I formation, things like that. Um, single back, two back, uh, two receivers, you know. Uh, flu grab was spread and he was up tempo. But um, that era with Halcom, you know, was a, you could go two different types of seasons, but flu grab, you know, for him to come in on that, you know, unannounced, you know, departure when, when uh, Coach Hop got a, an extent, you know, a better job, got a, not a better yeah. job, but got a good job, you know, and for him, his family felt what was right, and they went to Vegas. Um, so when Flugrad took over, you know, you can just imagine that up-tempo, people weren't seeing that really at the time. Yeah. I mean, we were spreading out and, you know, able to do a lot of different things, and, you know, you got to let those those seeds grow. You know, you only had two years with me, but that last year was the semifinal game. Yeah. And the second year, everybody buys in. Like, this is what is expected, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, but Coach Hopp, like I said, that's a that's the national championship for a reason. You know, that man right there, he's he's a, he's a strong one. Yeah. You know, stars for sure when it comes to the energy that he can bring, you know, to the university. When it comes to, like, look, this is how it is. Bully ball, just make sure you block it. You know, you don't care about a little cat you can catch, like that's gonna already show your play, but he'll block. <laughs> or he'll be you like a dog, but he's he's a good man. I mean, yeah. Bobby, I got love for him and I got love for Flugrat. Flugrat's <laughs> one, you know, one really got me to be, be like, man, coaching something that, you know, I'll be I wanna do in the future for sure. Coaching so you you football. you've said something that he has said here lately. like, you know, he uh wide receiver, you know, he he, he he said something like, and I'm paraphrasing, not word for word, yeah. but he said something like, uh, "Wide receivers, you know, it's good that they can catch the ball, but they better know how to block." Yeah. And um, so it, it's he's still saying that today. <laughs> yeah, look, it ain't no different. That's a, yeah, it's a staple, you know. So you know, that's like being able to put, you know, block for your bros. I mean, guys are big out there. It's definitely a fast game for sure. Yeah. But, um, and it's it's kind of weird. I think the the offense, you know, 
since he was there the first time. I think it's changed a little bit to a little bit more fast, faster mm-hmm. tempo. Um, yeah. But they do still run the ball a little bit. So yeah, of course he knows that heavy dose from love. It's good. And elements come out. You only can do so much. You know, you only <laughs> can do so much. So you know, let me make sure I get my guys right. So you know, they're, they're in good hands. This is what second year, right? Yeah. Uh, this so will be third year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So like, um, you know, now it's coming in. Culture, everything changes. You gotta like switch it around. You know, just a little bit yeah. tweaking. I like turn it over all the way, but just tweak it. You know, put some put some jazz on it. You know. There you and go. Spit it out the way that you know what comes out of his mouth, and you know he'll lead you if you just listen. No one number was best for the boy, so I say. So coming into your first year, you know, coming from California, um, mm-hmm. coming to this weird, amazing, weird place of Montana. What yeah. what were what were you expecting? Man, I was I was expecting freedom. I mean, <laughs> that's what I was expecting. I mean. Um, but just being able to have somebody that, you know, saw that I was worth it, you know? So, yeah. you know, to be um, in that situation and then, you know, not only be able to see the grace that, you know, went through there, you know, Mark, you know, um, Colt, I mean, Chase, I mean, you had guys, you know, yeah. so it's like, uh, that was, yeah, that was the, that was a lot of, that's a lot of the reason you know, behind it. Just, yeah. Are you in contact with any of those guys, Chase or Mark or any of those guys? Man, again, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's just, you know, it'll come together. You know, Montana's a far away from home. You know, I got yeah. life that I could, you know, tend to, but it's nothing but love. I mean, people, I mean, if you're a part of, you're a part of something, sports, you know, that family is like, that thing's like built in, like stack on stack on stack. So it's like, you know, what can you say? Like, you know, you were with that guy and yeah. you look to your left, you look to your right, he right there with you going through that hill. So, you know, I guess that's what we see each other, you know, it's nothing but love. So. Awesome. So freshmen, usually red shirt, usually if they're, you know, um, coming in and, the, you know, their body's not right or they're, yeah. you know, they, they, for some reason, um, in Bobby's era, the, the freshmen have usually redshirted. You, you see some, most linemen redshirt, um, but you don't see a lot of skill positions getting a lot of playing time, usually on their freshman year. You played in 10 games as a freshman. Uh, yeah. How or what helped you get that playing time right away? I mean, it's a, a competing. Uh I think that was the biggest thing, you know, especially coming in undersized. I mean, I'm, I was like in a new body. It was like probably like 5'10", maybe 5'9", at the time. You know, so I was still growing. Yeah. And um, But the thing that changed it, um, I think it had to just been just that competing effort. You know, the competing is to be able to uh, put myself in a place where I got to see what that man got. And I guess it was always like dodge, like, you know, like tag, you know. So um, I guess – when I got there and saw the competition, you know, I, I literally just send my prayers, dude, like, you know, my book and just believing, like, I knew I could play deep down inside and, you know, it don't matter where your flower starts at, you know, you see, you know, so it's like, I guess that's where, you know, that growth was always happening. Yeah. And I just wanted to show that, like, just give me a stage, like, you know, been undersized. I mean, 
people say I couldn't do this for a long time, you know, um, since being a little small, legit, you know, 4'11 yeah. in high school, you know, 85 pounds, you know. 4'11 uh, in high school, really? Yeah, people, wow. yeah. People laughing, you know, my sophomore year, junior, ain't got no, you know, scholar, blah, blah, blah. But it, it was like, God has a path for everybody. So I still believe that to this day. It was just yeah. really intense that time because as a kid, you know, you'll believe your belief levels are at what all time high, you know, just being a kid and being imaginary and just wanting to have fun and looking at the world completely different, but you believed. Oh yeah. You know, so that's what I try to recreate, you know, uh, even as an adult, you know, so it was like, you know, just having that inner child and, you know what I mean? It, uh, it turned the switch to be like, all right, I'm here and I want to play and I want to learn, you know? And, um, yeah, a lot of things fell into place from there. So, you know, coming under undersized, um, you know, in, in high school, um, you know, not getting the uh, offers that you wanted to out of high school, there was a chip on your shoulder, obviously, yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, did How did that drive you? And, you know, having that big of a, sh uh, uh, you know, on your shoulder, sometimes that can get the best of people as well. If, if you're not careful, how, how did that drive you and how are you careful with that as well? I mean, I guess it's like, uh, that chip on your shoulder. Um, I guess it was something that even follows, follows into, follows with you even life after football, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, um, being counted out, I mean, you know, you get to high school and it's like a totally different life. You know, you're living before that, you know, and never being in any type of, you know, team leagues, nothing like that. No Pop Warner flag for one year, you know, but, you know, just, you know, having that chance, you know, to, um, to be in sports. You know, I guess that was the, the driving, driving of it. So nice. Yeah. So. What was the biggest difference going from high school to Division One football? Uh, it's probably how big they were. Okay. I mean, the size, um, the the just how there was no less time spent. Like as far as they made sure that everything was on cue. Like there was no mistakes, and if it was a mistake, we all getting it. You know. Um, so that is what I think was, you know, just seeing that leadership, you know, seeing that was, um, one of the things as well. Okay. So you had five catches, 59 yards, nine kick returns for 161 yards. And I think 220 all purpose yards. How did you transition to, um, the division one so fast? Like that was your freshman year. And that's that's a pretty good freshman year, you know, playing in ten games, and that that's uh, just amazing, man. Yeah, it's uh, grace of God. I'm telling you, like that something something about writing something down and just like really like praying about it, not just thinking about it, but just you know just speaking it out to the universe, you know. And yeah, just something about it that I just like found that key when I was young. I was just like shit, like works. Like, you know, so I'm like, grab, I'm grabbing onto the, you know, grabbing onto the cars, you know, I'm like, yo, you know, coming out to this real world, you know, coming from your parents to miles away, you know, so I'm grabbing onto that thing and I'm really believing this, like, you know, like I'm here, 
you know, I'm here. And I felt it in like every bone, like contact. Love it, you know, just being able yeah. to, not, you know, but being able to get open and just, you know, win some, lose some, you know, but you're losing it, winning it together, you know, but just being able to practice that and then getting a game and it's like, it's clockwork, it's easy, you know, it's, yeah. It's, um, awesome. And, and, did yeah. you, yeah, did go, you go up into the mountains or on the M and just like oh, scream after, after, you know, you're, you, you, you did had a good game or, or you oh, just man. felt like that, that, that chip on your shoulder was kind of lessening and just like, just finally uh, realized that you, you, you're good enough. You're great. Uh, man, I just, I, 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 the funny part is like, that's always in the back of your mind, but I guess it was like, you always thought about just that day, you know, and going up on that hill. I mean, just cause for your cardio and seeing other people up there too, some of your teammates, if they working, there's not, not many, you know, <laughs> you know, but there's, there's those guys, you know, but um, it was enough to get us to where we're at all those years, you know, but um, snowboarding, I picked that up before I came in. Oh, nice. Um, California with my, one of my best friends, Duffy Dotson. And, you know, we, uh, I was snowboarding at Big Bear. So when I got okay. over there and seen it, you know, we don't get to do so much now. It's great yeah. fun. But in the winter, dope. Fish, you can do a lot of stuff. Okay, you can go snowboarding. Okay. Um, you know, people like to bowl, like, you know, start everybody start packing inside. But um, yeah, that's uh yeah. Nice. Yeah, I I've snowboarded a couple times and I never took like uh <laughs> any like instructional thing and like I, I was going pretty well and I had no clue how to stop oh, and man. yeah like the, it was probably the stupidest thing you ever could do and I, I just fell down and it's like boom 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 <laughs> I was, oh oh man yeah man. It, yeah it was bad <laughs> did, you not go after, did you not go after that did you go after oh, that oh no I went up I was like okay, okay. you know I, was, I probably haven't had a concussion but man I was like oh, okay yeah. let's just wipe it off and yeah. I, I I learned real quick not real quick. know what what not to that's do. That's a similar experience. I had headphones on, trying to be cool, you know. Got the helmet on, the bandana, you know. La la la! And I hit something, and my cord almost choked me as I fell. Oh, no. and, so, oh. and it was like I was like really like thinking I'm gonna die. I was like, no one's gonna find me on this mountain. Like, like, <laughs> he's already down there busting it. Just damn, you know, Jordan Jordan trip. <laughs> just take off so it was but it was fun you know people took care of each other but yeah uh, <laughs> floating the lake though too right i mean come on what's now. that floating the lake yeah you float the river what stop that's great jump off that bridge i mean don't do that it's not advised but <laughs> you know what it is so yeah. nice nice yeah. so in 2008 you guys lost to weber state by 17 uh in the big side conference but you don't lose again until making the championship game. Um, did something happen with that game that kind of flipped the switch or you guys were had a, like a, a team meeting that you're like, Hey, we're not going to lose again. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just the expectation. Um, just like, again, Bobby's there and you know, you're in that, you just remember those two a days and like those hot boxes and just like grinding you know, and just appreciating it that when you get in those moments, you know, so, um, you know, them having that when they, you know, won that whatever, you know, it was, um, it was somewhere you go into the next week, just prepared 
that it's never going to happen again. And players started showing out. I mean, you had great players playing in there, running backs, defense. I mean, you know, it was it was pretty it was pretty incredible. You know, some things you just can't explain if you weren't there. Yeah, older, like all that, but um, yeah. So on that 2008 team, uh, what was the leadership like? Um, I think it was everybody do their job. I mean, Bobby first, I'm like a first week of class. Like we're doing it, you know, mini camp when I first get there as a freshman and we're all sitting there, you know, watching Bobby on the stage and we're just in the classrooms, like everybody. And he throws me the ball and he says, who's, whose ball is this? And I'm like, my ball. He's like, eh, everybody's running. Everybody's going wild. He's like, it's the team's ball. It's the team's ball. So I learned my lesson, you know? So I'm like, man, you know, ever since that day, like just that being ingrained, you know, it was because you were like a sponge because, you know, you sit in the meeting with the guys who's playing that week, you know, things are getting serious. School's coming yeah. up. So yeah, um, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. How how much did you have to run? Oh man, not too not not too much. I mean, they were gonna they're gonna put it in anyways. I mean, yeah. Next day, it's not they're gonna give you a, a lap right now. No, we ain't getting that type of views. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we look at that Bobby like, no, Bobby like, okay, one another. Anyways. No. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. So in your career, you went three and one uh, versus the Cats. How does that feel? Oh. To make it out alive, <laughs> you know uh, that, that that game is scrappy. Like it's bad. Like what? You you go, you you got a kid that goes in there knowing nothing about the tradition, the culture, like what it means. You know the stepchildren over there. They, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I would I can say that because you know yeah. like, you know went three and one. So for my four year career at least, I'm, but I'm not measuring man to man. Like please, you're just as good as me. Like it's all love. You know. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Nice. So, did did you know too much uh, about that rivalry coming in, or did the coaches kind of brief you guys on that before you guys played? Yeah, I mean, you get guys who come from the past. You know, they come from the past, like played nine, you know, five. You know, just a lot of greats, a lot of people that played, and they they come and have a talk. You know. And like one special person a year, you know, the game's only once a year, but he'll come and talk, you know, but you, you see it on the film and all those things. And, um, you know, just understanding that it was Grizz cat week and being able to go out there and dominate. I mean, that was fun. It's always at the end the winter. Yeah. Those are real games. You understand that? You're like, you don't ever heard of negative weather. Like <laughs> you got to block it every time. Like anyways, that's just a story, you know? Um, but yeah, that was that was a uh, special. You know, you got three rings to show. They're usually the ones that crack us for the the championship and all. You know, yeah. out of those years. So um, when they did beat me, though, I'm never gonna forget it. But we were transitioning. Yeah, like I already, already told you how Flugrat already established what he was doing. You know, but it's like he, he jumped into the middle of something that you know, and he took on the responsibility and got it back. You know, so um, yeah, yeah, those two. Uh, oh. How was, you know, did you prefer beating the Cats at home in Missoula or did you like going into Bozeman and, and beating them at their home, in their home? Was that a little bit sweeter? Oh, Bozeman, way sweeter. I mean, man, I, I think we played them twice at our spot. Well, we got one over there. 
but I'll never forget. It was just so white. Like it looks like if you're playing Madden and you press, you know, the old Madden, you press the winner all the way up, that winner yeah. really come down like game day, you know, on Sega. Um, so it, it that that experience alone, you know, um, you know, it's uh, being over there and just sucking the wind out of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, in 2008, you guys beat the Cats 35 to three. Uh, it was a butt whooping. Uh, what was the that that week leading up to that game like? And and that was your first Cat Grizz game. Um, yeah. Was it was it different planning? Um, obviously, there was more stress um, yeah. during that week. What was yeah. it like? Yeah, we're talking about when we, when we went over to Cat Grizz. Yeah, I believe it was in 2008. I think, did you guys go to Bozeman in 2008? Oh, you might have, yeah. I was in the background. Yep, I was there. I was okay. there. I remember that game. Um, yeah, I was there, but I played. I don't even know if I played that game, you know? Yeah. You, you know, it was it was getting my feet wet, just being able to serve, you know? I had those yards because I was just soaking it in, and when they put me in, I was ready. Yeah. Like, seems so much easier. Like, we played a different opponent in practice. Everybody give each other the business. I get out here. I like it's just so many opportunities, but it's it's fun. Yeah. So leading up to it, I mean that was that was the um reason for Cat and Grizz to have that have that feeling, you know. So you guys go to Texas State that that first round. Um, did you guys have a lot of tape on them being from the Southland conference? Did you guys no? No. no. Okay. because no. uh, I, I always think that's interesting to see like you know the smaller schools if they they if they send tape to you guys or if you just yeah, try they to tape. they send tape it was there but it was like limited games like okay you know but at the end of the day you knew what they had quarterback yeah. you know, receivers at running back and you playing over there that's a whole different vibe yeah you know that, that vibe is out there it, anyways um yeah go so going over there i mean that was a it was a game you know but Toughness still overrides. End of the day, so, yeah. But that was a uh, was a good game too. So coming into the 2009 season, what were you wanting to accomplish that year? You know, you got your feet wet in 2008. What did you want to accomplish in 2009? Man, I mean, it was. I think it was just earning my right now to be in the in the pack because you know. But you have guys like Tyler Palmer, beast, coming 2009. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, you had Schulte still, juggernaut, you know, he out here. So, you know, it's, um, it was different when those guys left. So yeah. in that 2008, uh, championship game, uh, you guys lost. How hard was that to lose that game? In 2009? Uh, 2000, sorry. I went to, back to 2008. Okay, yeah. do, do you remember, did you play in that game? I couldn't find it. Yeah, any- I got it for two plays. Two plays? Freshman, yeah. Okay. Got it for two plays. But I got to get on that turf, and that's all I needed. Yeah. You know, I wanted to just get on there. And Coach showed, Coach Hawk showed me love. You know what he's doing? You know, like, get ready. Because, yep. you know, we had to start a whole new season. But, yeah, that's um, that feeling was um, all I needed. You could feel it because, you know, you know what's going to be uh, going on, but losing it. It's just nothing, you know, I don't care what you say, first place is first place, you know. 
But that yeah. was a day. That was a, that was a day as well. You know, you see everybody that worked hard. You know, and then seeing it, you know, not didn't make it to make the cut. Simple as that. You know, you can take it how you take it. You go out there sobbing, or you know, just pick yourself up, and that's all we can do as humans. Just keep picking ourselves up. So it's the same thing. You're being taught in the locker room, even a game after that, and being able to look at it, you know, and to be like, um, if I ever get another chance to get in there again, I'm gonna go off. Yeah. I just that's so, just the way I felt. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, I bet you it was, you know, you kind of get a a taste of it, and you want some more of it, and and yeah. you go after it. So. Yeah. So what were you expecting in 2009? You know, coming into that, did you want to be a starter? Did you want to have a certain amount of catches or or was it just grinding? Man, it was going into 2009. I mean, it was like um, serving my time still because, like I said, Tyler's still there, you know. So he got hurt like game four or something like that, game three. Yeah. And I had to bust up in that thing. But after that, it was, you know, I I can only explain it by just the grace, like, you know grace of him the creator because there's just some things you can't explain yeah you know, just feeling that energy you know with the ball like magnetic and like never getting hurt like that besides my junior year but you know it's something yeah something special was there a lot of pressure on you guys you know coming back from that 2008 national championship game going into 2009 was there a lot of pressure on you guys um again i think there's expectations yeah, I mean, we got a nice good group of people coming back, you know, and um, being able to get there, knowing that you had guys like Tremaine season, you know, you had me seasoned, you know, you had a lot of guys um, that was waiting for that, you know, for yeah. that time, you know, um, you know, uh, it, it, it was the expectation was high just because we knew we could do it this time. And I think yeah. that was the biggest thing. And, you know, being able to be reminded now as I on the journey myself, you know, um, and being there for my guys, you know, I guess that national championship game going into that, um, that took its course. You know, it's that expectation again of just being great and doing your job. That's it. Nothing else outside of it. Just do yeah. your job and do the work. You know, and you'll have memories that you know be able to that'll last in you know, a lifetime. Is that hard to buy into, like, as a player, like, just do your job? I, I would, like, I, I didn't play college football, but I always think that, you know, as a, a competitor, you you always want to do more and, and to prove more. How hard is it to not just to do more and to do more than what you're expected of? Yeah, I mean, just as far as just, like, um expectation of people or or just you know like every every you know position player you know you have like your role as as a a wide receiver like you know uh how did you um not do um too much than what you were expected of doing but also not limit yourself to what you know you could do i mean i just i just took the limit off I mean, that's just another part of, of the, you know, they call the matrix called life and just the fear of just like being able to step up and just go out there and give it your best shot. I mean, it's all you can ask yourself every day. You know, it's like, 
you know, those memes, you know, your friends, you looking at each other, you know, we know nothing, you know, just as far <laughs> as what is life about, you know, as you life after football. But So in 2009, you had uh, your best game playing Sac State. You had 114 yards. I believe you had one touchdown, three kick returns for 49 yards. What do you remember about that game? Um, silence. I mean, you get in the, the energy of like it's like a like a it's like an aura. It's like a it's like a bubble. I feel like I mean, when you're playing in the game, that's the only way to describe it. You know, like Sonic. You seen? You know how you see all the flash yeah. of Sonic as he's leaving the trail. Like it was just like that. It was so real. You know. Um, so I think the feeling of um, just being able to have those moments, you know, I think that's the that's the best part of being able to go out there and, and just, you know, work your craft and, you know, be you, be free. So, yeah. Uh, before before that Sac State game, you guys had some pretty big games. I believe you had Eastern Washington and Weber State. Um, you beat Eastern Washington by seven points. Uh, it was a back and forth game that I believe you pulled out in the fourth quarter by. I believe it was Chase Reynolds that scored the game-winning touchdown like with like 10 or 20 seconds left. Yeah. Um, what do you remember about that game? Uh, man, I, I, you asked me that question. I'm like scrubbing that, like, you know, scrubbing <laughs> like that whole day, that red turf, you know. Um, yeah. It's um, when you're seeing somebody else's energy and like either you're in or you're out, if you're blocking for that man, though, you know it is. All you got to do, you can get a block. You know, and be tough, you know, take two if you need to, things like that. So um to see him, see Mark, I mean, saw great receivers. Yeah. Um, but just seeing the resiliency of the defense as well. I mean, they played, you know, lights out. So it was like uh just it's that comeback, you know, it's like the energy, it's just so wild how it bounces from Washington to Montana, you know, because the, the crowd is big in Montana. Yeah, crowd is real big, and Eastern's just as big, all red, you know. So, yeah, that's an experience, though. That energy level is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's off the charts. It is. So, I believe you, you know you're you're a player from California. You know, you played Sac State. How was it to, you know, play Sac State? Have one of your best games, um, being from California. I, I'm sure. Did you have? You probably had family there and friends. How was that to have that? I mean, I guess it was – that always felt good, you know, yeah. to be able to see friends when they come, you know, once in a while, either that Cal Poly or them, you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think you don't – I wasn't thinking of it at the moment. Like, yeah, I'm glad that I put on, but I was, like, more happy that we won. Like, Yeah. You know, so it's – um. Uh, oh, that's when we lost, isn't it? No, I believe oh, 2009, you, right? 2009, I believe you guys won Saxon, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I believe. No, we did. We did. It was 2011. We lost. Yeah. 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 So, right. no, no problem. What was the mood and the spirits like um, after afterwards in the locker room when you guys beat uh, uh, Eastern Washington? Get on the bus, you know. Guys are injured. Some guys got to walk down, you know, the aisle. You got a long bus ride home. And I guess seeing that it's all said and done, it's just that, you know, either that peace, everybody's like so tired, you know, 
I'll be talking, but people are just like, just glad to get up out of there. Yeah. Everybody's drained, you know? So I think that's the moment you take away from those, you know, those moments of being, of being there with your guys when a loss, you know? How, how is that too? You know, I believe Eastern Washington, I think that's a bus, a bus ride for you guys, Idaho, Idaho state. I believe that's a bus. Yeah. Um, how is that to probably, you know, your, your body is aching. If not, you know, you could be hurt. Um, how is that to get back on a bus? Like cramp? they're probably not like big old wide. They're probably cramped buses where you're like sleeping on somebody. And yeah. Um, I think people show proper etiquette and they, you know, somebody's that hurt, but you get two seats or, you know, you had a game, you know, somebody had a game and you get in there like, oh, you deserve a seat, you know, <laughs> there were no extra seats like that. No, we had different buses, but um, those are always great moments, you know, winning and talking about it, you know, on the way there, if you're talking, but people were so exhausted at that point. It wasn't, the show wasn't that long. It was like, think about next week, period. Yeah. So, uh, going into the playoffs, 2009, you host App State. You know, they had had a lot of weapons. They had a QB. I'm going to probably say his name wrong. Armonte Edwards. Yeah. Um, I was at that game, so um, probably the best game I've ever seen. Um, probably a cold one, too. So, you made possibly the best catch in Grizz history. Um, I, I, it was a phenomenal catch over your shoulder in the, the, the corner of the end zone. Andrew um, said, yeah. What was that game like? And what was that? I, 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 am, I can't even imagine the sound that you heard when you caught that ball. If you could hear anything at that point. Uh, it's after. It was delayed. You know, it was delayed after you after you catch that. It's like nothing else matters but that ball. Andrew Sell, Mr. Shaggy, you know, he, he was he was he was that guy. You know, in practice he always believed in me too. So it was just wild how like it turned out. Like after all that hard work, you know, you know, him giving me an extra rep. Like, yeah, I got my boy. Like, everybody get out the way. You know, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, man. Come on, Jamie. You get out of that thing. And he did his, you know great quarterback you know um so yeah that's the only way to explain that catch you know it's just uh, a good dime by him yeah how was that game like that i remember that game like my, one of my best friends you know he went to that game mm-hmm. we were not planned like we had gloves and whatnot and yeah. and hats we got there and it was you know in the probably 40s and you know it's fine mm-hmm. it's it, it, it got cold and my yeah. feet were freezing there. Whoever the, the lady beside us gave us like foot warmers, yeah, hand warmers. It was amazing. And I still thank her to t- today. I don't know who it was, but she mm. knew we were hurting. <laughs> yeah. But that, that game was just amazing. Just the, yeah. the back and the forth, the, the, just how the weather changed. It was crazy. Yeah. That was a, was a McFlurry that day. I mean, it was really had a mind of its own. And it was on yeah. the lights just on that day, like, yeah. real, and just tell you the energy flowing. <laughs> it was loud. I mean, and it was that sense of pride. Oh, y'all bringing lights here? We don't do that. We're going to make you see what you, you can really catch. Yeah. You know, that thing in the sun when it is out. But other than that, I mean, 
it was going to be the same, you know, pound all game. So, um, but yeah, that game was just the Chase Reynolds defense. I mean, everybody blocking for one another, um, you know, not letting any yard get, get touched on both sides, you know, gaining yards, just stopping it, you know, and, and everybody was just ecstatic. The fans, I mean, having that support, it was, yeah. uh, that was a, it, it felt good. That's your, that's your, that's your 12th man. Always, yeah. always don't hear none of that. Cause they all just speaking positive words in there, you know, <laughs> all for Grizz. So yeah, that game was uh full of emotions and um, man, just happy to get out alive, you know, again, <laughs> You know, like it's games, a lot of games like that, you know, so. Did you see, uh, I, I think it was Thompson that hit that guy on the sideline, man. Like, and I, it, it was, it was a loud game. Like I was in, in the stands and I could hear that hit. Yeah. Like I thought he was like going to be like dead. Like <laughs> it was an right. extremely hard hit. I, I tell him, I tell him it's the hit that was hurt all around the world. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, if you were there to hear it, though, I mean, oh. I tell you, I texted him about that one. Yeah, um, um, but he, uh, that was that was such a game changer. Yeah, like yeah, it it, it was nothing. so loud. Oh yeah. my gosh, you ain't get nothing. You ain't get nothing. You know, and just to see the defense react after that, like they played great. Gregory offense, like you know what he's doing. Okay, yeah. the game, give me that. You know. And great coaches, a lot of good coaches. So, you guys get to the championship game. You guys play Villanova. It was a hard-fought game, a narrow loss by two points. What went wrong in that game? I mean, it, it comes to, you know, the game's about inches. And it's all about penalties, too. Yeah. You can't have no errors. It's like chess. Okay, what you say? Because this is the last game season. So, you know, it's amazing how you, you know, teams adjust to just the speed of it, what their game plan is, what they're doing a lot of, because, you know, you got all those uh, statistics and stuff out there, but we didn't have all the stuff that they calculate now. Like, that was up to our uh, offensive coordinator, you know, or, you know, receiver coach, you know, what it is that we're doing. But, um, yeah, going into that, it was uh, – We just didn't make the cut. Um, and I'm okay that I, I'm okay with the, with the way it came out. That's how it's supposed to be. I'm not a sore loser at all. I just, I love, I remember those moments. I'm always going to remember that and have a little thing in my, you know, my stomach, you know. But it's like, um, what can I say? The best man won that day, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Does that ever get to you where you're like, man, I wish I had that game back or, 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 or no regrets? No regrets. I mean, it's the past. I mean, what, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Only people know there's people on that day, you know, and um, that's okay. It goes, it goes with us. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's the biggest. Yeah, we don't really – I'll never regret it, you know. Can't experience with something else. Yeah. So what was the atmosphere like, you know, after that, that year – um, Coach Hauk, he, he decides to take the UNLV job. What was the what was the atmosphere like when he decided to to uh, head to UNLV? The vibe, yeah. Uh, what was the vibe in the locker room like? I said it's probably a little bit um, 
you had guys that were going to the NFL, the guys that were leaving, guys that were going to try the sports elsewhere or graduating. So you had a drop off, you know, it wasn't about, you know, whatever the people here, but, you know, between us, it's like, um, where do we go from here? We go this way. You follow that leader from the, you already know, you know, that person's already appointed just by, you know, just the respect, you know, um, when you stay true to the game, you ain't got nothing to prove nobody. It's like, you know, that invisible badge of honor, you know, it's, um, understanding that we'll take lead from all of each other, from everybody's advice, you know, things like mm-hmm. that. So it builds that teamwork and just fighting for the same cause and things like that. So coach Flugrad takes over, you know, what was the mood like going into that next year, you know, having been to two championship games in a row and, and losing your coach, um, but having somebody on the staff that you knew, what was the atmosphere and what was the vibe like going into that year? Um, it was different. I had a new receivers coach, Coach Baker. So that was my junior year, right? Yeah, going into it. It's, yeah, yep. yeah. It's um, Everything's brand new. You know, Shalom was a great player when he was in, in Montana. <laughs> so he was out there sticking people all day. He made sure we watched <laughs> it in film too. Look at this. You know, look at it. but it was we looking at it. He think we're not looking at it, but we for sure looking at it. We like okay. <laughs> so, when um, I guess um, still having to be able to, I guess the ability to trust, trust in the process, and just being able to understand you have to build something. So, you know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, and you have many builds in a lot of different places. You know. You got your baby, which may be, you know, school for other people, you know, work a priority for them. It was like, that was like how it was for me for football. So, yeah. So, in 2010, you know, you you guys had a tough year. I believe it was like five and six or six and five. Um, What do you think went wrong that year? Was it just like a mixture of like new, new coaches and new schemes and kind of everybody getting on the same vibe? And, or was it, you know, kind of some culture changing with a new coach or, or what was that? Yeah. I mean, you can say, you know, like you say culture again, um, you know, culture means a lot. It's just a, it's a definition is wide, you know, it's just like, what are you bringing um, to that? You know, the authenticity of it, you know? Um, and I think that environment of um, understanding that we're going to be able to get where we were doing, because nobody was doing it as far as we we're going to be able to create our offense and be good with our defense. Um, but really, you know, and particularly the hurry up and the spread and the up-tempo and, like, no huddle, you know. So um, I think going into that, we I just I just trusted it. I liked it. Receivers got to play a lot more. Yeah. Come and cover. That's it. Yeah. You could do everything else, come and cover. You know, that's it. And, and, and it, it, was, it was fun. That's all you can really explain it. So you, you guys play the Cats. And and you guys lose by five points, and mm-hmm. I believe if if I'm accurate, that probably ended your chances of making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, how hard was that? You know, making the championship game, not the, just the playoffs, but the championship game two years in a row, and, and making not making the playoffs that next year. Um, I think it was just a whole lot of uh, you know looking around. I guess afterwards, I mean. It was just a different vibe, you know, because there were still a lot of us young players. Like the national championship team that left, you know, it was young players, like a lot of freshmen, Mike McCord, you yeah. know, Sam Gradden. I mean, 
Yeah, Mucha. I mean, you had a lot of guys that were coming in. You know, Mitch Saylor. You know, uh, man, you had a lot of guys. And uh, I guess we just wanted to hold each other accountable and set the tone already, you know, going going forward. Because it was just like there's a lot of those games that we just knew. It was just because we were committing penalties and guys, we weren't running the right routes. I'll be, I'll camp for one of them, you know, <laughs> getting the MA, you know. So it's like, um, it, it, it's, it was a learning process. So yeah. I really wasn't too mad about it, but you're, you know, you're a competitor. So you just like, I got one more year. So all right, cool. That's all I need. Yeah, exactly. Well, in that in that year, your your senior year, you probably had your best um, total yardage wise, six hundred and thirty two yards and ten touchdowns. The team had a great year as well. You know, I believe it was like a uh, you only had about two two losses. I believe two or three losses mm-hmm. in two thousand eleven. You guys ha- had half your uh, t- you had half your touchdowns mm-hmm. almost. I believe in one game. Um, I believe it was I believe it was the Weber State game. Yeah. Um, that you had like four touchdowns. Yeah, I came what back. Was, I yeah. came back. I collapsed my lung. I collapsed, collapsed my lung. Week lung two. Game? No, week two. Oh, week two. Yeah, we was going against Idaho. So I I was actually out. I had thirty percent of my chest, you know, the lung. It was fractured. Oh so yeah, and we didn't do no two, but my mom was like, We praying. So she was like you know, we're going to uh, let that heal naturally, just have faith. So we literally, I literally took me four or five weeks to come back. Like the oh, full wow. strength. Yeah. So, you know, that junior year was tough. I'm sitting there missing four games, you know, can't do nothing. So, but they did their thing, you know. And when I got back, that's when you seen that game at Weber. That was yeah. my first game I was about to be back. There's only a couple games left after that. But, um, yeah, I remember that Weber game. It was wet and cold, sky muggy. Grass all up on the pads. Sam Ratton putting on Mutra, you know, um, and just being able to just give it our best shot, even though we lost. They had a tough. It was tough. Yeah, it, it was tough that game, and they had just they didn't they, they made they made less mistakes uh, going down in the fourth quarter. So, you know, that's what got us. But did you feel differently? as a wide receiver going into that game and playing in that game did you like you know like bat i i play basketball and like when you you you're, when you're feeling it you're just like yeah, just yeah. give me the ball give me yeah. the ball i've got this did you yeah. feel did you feel like that um i think i think i was um as a receiver you're always going to think like that um but when it came to playing in the locker room it was you know you, when you're on the team you you're like whatever's open yeah you know so um but understanding those big moments, you don't have to say nothing. When you got respect, it matters that it's like, you know, in your mind, you're just reading each other, you know, big old little energy bolt. You know, like, you know, you get the ball, right? So, <laughs> no, I'm just making jokes. But, uh, yeah, it was the real moments, you know? Um, yeah. And being able to prove yourself, though. We had a lot of guys that could prove themselves, too. You know, I'm just doing my part, you know, just trying to help them, help us, the team, you know, doing whatever it takes. So the end of 2011, you guys face uh, Sam Houston State uh, in the semifinals, and I believe that was uh, in Texas. Yeah. Um, I believe you guys had if, – if you guys had four minutes in that game, you probably would have won that game. Yeah. Um, what do you think went wrong in that game? Four. Man, we could have – we could have ended it one and a half. <laughs> no, we could have ended it there. We could have scored that yeah. touchdown, and it would have been it would been a wrap. It was just yeah. miscommunication. That's all that was. People will never know that. Like that's all it was. 
And that's the difference between national championship, you know, and being not even second place, you third place. You know, <laughs> you don't even go to the game. So, but um, yeah, I think that was it was a it was a one heck of a day as well, you know. Being able so to you play. said you said you said miscommunication, right? Was that miscommunication with with uh, wide receiver and QB, or what? What communication? Just, just I mean, it, it's X's and O's. So it's like you know, um, just understanding that sometimes you got throws out the window and play street, not street ball, but I mean, it was. Uh, you can't blame it on. I can't even. I, I'm trying to break it down. And I'm like, we can't blame it. I can't even blame it on any of that. You know, still. Yeah. Um, but understand that that'll always be that'll always haunt me. You know, instead of doing the over, you run the go. But um, yeah, other than that, it's uh, it was meant to be. Yeah, meant to be. You know, that's the game's about inches. So, hey, best man won. So, but, so uh, how hard it was was it to lose that? Uh, be so close to that championship game, but just come up that short. <sighs> I mean, it's you try to go and relive it, and it's it's a totally different feeling than what you have now. You know, back then it was like you're not thinking about nothing else but that loss. You know, like what you could have done more. Yeah, you know, and it it was like that was the that was the defining moment where it was like, okay, um, that one's gonna hurt. But um, I guess at the end of the day, um, being okay with it. And again, looking to the left and looking to my right, you know, it's still my guys. So um, all that's not in void after that. It's a game. Yeah, you know, it's a game. But um, and when I was at that age, it was it was more than that. It was war. It was like what? It's like the Roman Empire. It was like it was war. <laughs> it was war. I'm like, what am I gonna do when I get out of here? You know, I ain't got a plan for that yet. But man, I need to want to want to play more. This is fun. So. So what did you do after your senior year? Did oh, you yeah. guys – did you have a – did you train for the NFL draft or – Every A lot of people, you know, they're either with their, you know, agents and, you know, um, training at their facilities, you know, for the 40 time. Me, I was still the guy that was going to class, having – all my speed training was running the mountain, the end. And me and Donnie Lasowski and a couple other guys would go out there and we'd run. Damn more. <laughs> he's yeah. an underclass and he's still out here running whether he's that guy um but you know i feel like i have an agent till pro day after pro day so okay you know, it was i got picked up after I, I ran what i ran and did what i did but i wasn't rep, you know represented by anybody i was just going out there with a dream sit right, here we go again i gotta do this again prove prove something to myself not to nobody else let's exactly. go Jaden. test let's go so yeah so you played for four NFL teams, I believe. Um, you played for Indy twice, uh, mm-hmm. the Jaguars, and Atlanta. And Tampa Bay. Oh, and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yep, Tampa Bay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your favorite franchise to play um, for? Franchise? Um. I like Tampa. I mean, we had a guy named Vincent Jackson, you know, receiver, played for the Chargers, but he was there at the time. And, um, you know, just seeing the film and, like, you know, just the season with Shiano and all those guys, it was like being in the meeting with him, you know. Um, I guess 
you know, get done with that, that, that scene of the movie and then, you know, go back and be able to go work out or, you know, go catch some more balls, you know, go eat, you know, um, keep your body, you know, ready for the week, football week. And um, I guess that was the best thing. The weather was great as well. Um, and it was definitely, it's definitely Florida. So nice. And what did you like most about your, your NFL career? Um, I think now I can say I, I, I like the whole experience. I mean, you'd ask me maybe months ago or, you know, I would, you know, I probably would have said something totally different, you know? Um, but I think, um, understanding that I get a shot. That's all I needed. Yeah. Yeah. So. What was it like to play in the NFL? It was probably, you know, a dream of yours. So what was yeah. it like to play? I mean, it was just, I guess it was something to just have a, a, a bird's eye view, you know? And when I went into that dream, it was like nothing expected. And, you know, like I said, I crawled from where I come from. So, you know, um, getting there and, you know, you know, having to have nothing but your heart guide you. I mean, you got no advice really, you know, coming from either side, you know, you're trying to be like, you know, you know everything, right? You're young, young. But um, I just had that chip on my shoulder again. So um, I think now that I can realize that I did something I never thought I'd be able to do, you know, um, that's an achievement in itself. And I'm, I'm happy with my outcome, you know, yeah. everybody's world is a little different. And I used to be ashamed of that badge, you know, like, you know, I didn't make it the way I wanted to make it. And, you know, I had to cut that dark cloud out. Like what are you talking about? Like you're doing something where you were just a kid so small and people kept brushing you off. Like, you know, they, they love the glory, but they don't know the story, you know? And it's yeah. like, you know, everybody has to go back to real life. Like, just, you know, what are you without football? And you got to really dig back deep to who you are as a child, you know, and to find that love, peace, prosperity, you know, and uh, not expect anything from anybody. Um, if you're really trying to change the world and just trying to be a good human being. So all you can do is take it a day at a time, right? Everybody actually meet in person. I guess it's different. It's so at, as a former player and, you know, you mentioned um, kind of having – a hard time going from, you know, playing and then going back to, you know, being normal without football. What would, what, what advice would you give you give to other players that were like, Hey, it's, it's football or it's bust. What would, what would you say to them? I mean, my first thing I would say to them is make sure you get that degree. Very first thing. Um, second of all, how big are you want to dream? And, um, Understanding that if you just listen, you know, and, and be and, and serve, you know, in order to lead, you must serve and just keep trusting the process. You know, um, they used to always make that, uh, you know, dough, you know, making a cake, you know, it's a process You're making it from scratch, you know. So like um, just understanding that um, and being able to tell them that and hope they feel that, you know, when you when I say that. Yeah, because um, you're, you're never too old to learn any new tricks. So absorbing what people have to say and really looking at it and then but never never losing who you are keep your rhythm keep your style but take note the footwork you know take note with your defender playing your left side your right side up down i mean 
look all around, but you know, your eyes start to open. It's like, you know, anybody that's going to college, college student, you know, you've been in mom and dad's house all day, you know, play with bonbons, you know, you know, on your Pokemon or whatever, playing airsoft, or <laughs> maybe outside playing airsoft with your friends or paintball, you know? So do you keep up with the Grizz these days? Oh um, man, I followed them on Twitter and I had them on Facebook or whenever it would be activated, but um, I did have it. I would say Instagram had me before the whole COVID. There's a lot of ways to really be able to follow these guys, you know, sort of always yeah. throwing out the score though. So, you know, whenever I'm anywhere, when I was playing afterwards, I'm strolling at it. Cat Grizz, I'm saying some type of love to somebody. You know, <laughs> one day I'll come up in there one day, you know, let them know, you know, what time it is. But, um, you know, I, that is that I follow the Grizz still. I still talk to Bobby. Okay. You know, um, you know, I see how he's doing. You know, Coach Cormier from Vegas. I mean, he was my receivers coach when I was first there, Coach Cormier. Um, but, yeah, still being able to stay in communication about families and, you know, just what you're doing other than football, you know. And, yeah. Against that brotherhood, you know, so. So, with, you know, COVID and everything, um, mm-hmm. as a former player, if you were a player now, would you play this this spring when i play this spring yeah i mean do they have to right they have to right i don't well they can opt out i think they can opt out um and i i think they don't lose a year of eligibility i think the ncaa has given everybody like one year of yeah free eligibility um well i would say i mean i would say that you know i can't even i can't even take either side right i mean um understanding that um i i i gotta be worried about me yeah and they grew up in a different era they got tv they got everything so it's like um you know there's a lot of things that they have access to that we didn't yeah well i'm just talking about you know any of the players like um let's say the white like samuel kim or samori toure the the wide receivers you know they've got a real shot of you know sometime being in the nfl um or or trey lance for north dakota state you know the quarterback Mm -hmm. that's those guys yeah Yeah. like it's so so dangerous you know football is a dangerous sport like you don't want to hurt yourself and, and ruin a you know, your livelihood or, yeah. or a possibility for a livelihood. It was just, yeah, just what you, what your thought would be um, of your chances of playing and, and what, yeah. if, if you would do it. Um, I mean, again, they know things that we don't, especially the players and just understanding the law. I mean, what, what's going to hit you, if it's a penalty, even if you try to leave or whatever, I mean, I'm, there's just a lot of stuff that happens after yeah. you're allowed to do that, but it ain't got nothing to do with me. So, you know, I'm just like more proud to them. They're human beings at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's bigger than it, – it's just, you know, like, again, back to love. And, you know, um, I can't judge that man or judge that situation or whatever. Um, I just know it'll be handled, you know. Um, but they, they have free will. So um, I guess that's all I have to say about that, really. Nice. Yeah. So um, do, you, do you think as a, a former player – um, do you think that the um, players should be able to get paid somehow for their likeness or, or, or some type of like stipend? I mean, why not? Um, you know, um, you got paid for the game, you know, years ago. You paid off that settlement if you're on the game. 
Yeah. So, man, they don't know how many years you were at school for, but they settled everybody out. So it's like, you know, to see if they're using some of the profit, like, you know, that's something new. And they can handle it because they're of that era. They can handle it. They okay. They're going to do it. Look, life don't change. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be looking at it and trying to tell them for seven, eight years. Okay. We wait till you get our age. And um, it'll be a whole different perspective. But, yeah. Hey man, I, I that's all I had for you. I, I totally appreciate you coming on and spending some time with me. Yeah. And yeah, I totally appreciate you coming yeah. on. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, it's the first hey, time. no problem. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it was, man. It was a lot of fun, and I, I wish blessings to you. And that's gonna do it for another episode of Fight on Montana. I would like to thank my guest, Javen Sembrano, for spending the time with us and talking about his career at the University of Montana and also in the NFL. I'd like to thank my listeners for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And until the next time, fight on.